this week. How are we today? Oh, well, I've got to say, the autumnal has come at the right I time. I know, I know. We always like to start the day with a bit of chatter. <laughs> we always have to do our weather check-in, don't we? Yes, and today it's just cool and crisp and, and I've been to Zumba. I know. Is it Zumba or Zumba? Zumba. Zumba. Anyway. Please, please tell me about the Zumba because I I can't dance. Like I look like a I look like Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld if I dance. Mm. I think so, we better start actually by welcoming you to William Berry, <laughs> the premier podcast for the perimenopausal this week. That is us. We're going to be us. talking Hello, about dear listener. hot flushes and all sorts of things. But yeah, so Zumba. Um, this woman who takes it, she's amazing. She's fifty. She, I can't stop staring at her bum. She's <laughs> so fit and. Um, like, I, I have a go, you know. Yeah. I have a go. Yeah. And you get up a sweat. I get up a sweat. And I'll tell you what, it's not nice because there's a big wall of mirrors. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the big wall of mirrors is one of the things that actually really drives me, like, very far from going walking through the doors into a gym. Well, it's just I never realised how dead unsexy I was. <laughs> uh, really? It was not pretty. See, it's... Yeah, yeah. I could, I could share something with you that's... Um, Go on. I don't know if it's appropriate. Just do it. Well, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it's crossing the line. Do it now. You have to do it. I don't think I. Can we come back to it? No. <laughs> come on. Okay. Die so one day. Well, look. Get you your know, stories out. Let's, let's just say. Can we? Let's just touch on the notion of women in their forties and older. Yep. Being, being sexual beings, yes. And do you think that we reach a point where we're not meant to be anymore? Like the perception, we don't have that anymore. No. Oh, and I think see, yeah. maybe it's because I'm on my own family realignment. It's taken eighteen months, but in the last week, I have just been like, I need like a man. Oh goodness. Well, I've learned over Easter um, about a new. Um, way to pleasure oneself if one was to require that. <laughs> Go on. Um, yes, I was at a family function talking about things with Self- someone that I won't mention. <laughs> Self-abuse. And she's told me, get on board the Oral-B toothbrush like electric toothbrush. Oh, that'd just burn your clit right off. Oh, it? well, this is it. And I said, well, you know, and she said, oh, just in case I die and I don't want mum and dad to find a big thing, so I have have that and I have <laughs> one, one, two heads for it, one that's on the <laughs> night side and one that's in the bathroom. And you just have to turn it around. And now I can't stop. It's like a passing parade. I can't stop seeing them being advertised and I can't stop thinking of my and your relatives. Your relatives having a bit of a go. I know. Yes, pretty well, creative though. Well, you know, I think the thing that I worked out was I can take care of that business. I've got, you know, machinery that's very beneficial and that I'm quite attached to. Mm-hmm. But the actual physicality of like a man and a hug and the smell of a man, even if he's sweaty, like just a man smell. Okay. Man well, it's probably a nice segue into uh, how the dating scene is going for you, Kim. <laughs> oh my god, an update. So, you know how I sort of washed my hands of it all and was like, this is just ridiculous and no one's going to, you know, give, I don't know, even throw a look my way. I came back to it, I think probably because I was, you know, towy as a goat herder. And, um, and, 
uh, a friend actually um, on Facebook because we had this quite we had a very frank discussion on Facebook over Easter. Thank you to all the people who partook in it and will now never look at me again. Anyway, um, and uh, so a friend said to me, "Don't be ridiculous. Like you, you know, you've just got to you've got to expand your range of you, the distance that you're willing to you know travel to Ethiopia." <laughs> Michigan? How far? How far am I willing to travel to throw a leg over? We should say. Anyway, um, so I did that, and then I actually got a response from someone who I had oh, on, on RSVP. You send a kiss, which is just horrendous. Anyway, so I threw a kiss to this guy, and he actually got back to me, and and he said, "Oh, look, you know, you sound like you sound really great. Well, you are great." But he said, "I'm I'm actually I've lined up a couple of dates next week, and I don't want to, you know, like." lead you on or anything like that and anyway we have had a discussion we've just been toing and froing all week and it's been fantastic because he said look you know and he, he basically gave me some pointers on my profile excellent what so a I've, nice person i've massaged my profile oh, okay so thanks julian julian what a nice guy you oh, are he's on the good list he's on the good list yeah. how far would you have to go to, tr- to throw a leg over oh he wasn't that far away actually okay. he's, he's on the He's on the leafy North Shore. Oh. I know. Not bad. But, you know. But he's, he's you know. He's, he's like a player. He's throwing, and he said, I don't want. And But you know what he said? And this is so true. RSVP is eBay for humans. <laughs> Bidding wars. <laughs> and not showing that, up for payments. Isn't and... that horrendous? Like, but it is. It's like eBay for humans. It's awful. Anyway. So I'm still doing that, and then every now and then when I get on the Terps, then I sit on Tinder and just flick, you know, left or right, which is quite a bit of fun. And um, yes, but nothing's coming of any of it. Okay. Well, so there was not much to update at all. No. No, not an update. <laughs> Nothing to say. Move along. <laughs> What's on the list this week? Oh. Have you? Do you watch? Do you watch? You watch the ABC, don't yes. you? Yes. The ABC went, go through go through phases with particular. T- programming so at one point all they seemed to show was netball and then at another stage all they seemed to show was the bill mm-hmm. and now they show this game show called eggheads have you ever watched no it? oh my god there's like this panel of like crustaceanly old white human beings who are like the they're like the eggheads like the head of you know the most bright people in in the UK, and then this group of gormless sort of nerds who try and compete against them. And I swear to God, it's on every day. And I just want to, I just want to stab my stab a fork into all of them. Mm. And then, if that wasn't bad enough, then they put on a TV show called Pointless, which is a game show with no points. Yeah, sort yourself out, ABC. Oh, ABC, you're not, you know, you're not winning friends. Do you know what shit, shits me off? Because you know, coming off the back of Easter, we've been in the car a lot, rustling, <laughs> rustling it's like loud eaters from the back seat, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I go into a rage, and then I go, stop bloody rustling, <laughs> and it's a thing. You know, and I was somewhere else the other day, and I was listening to some talk, and the person next to me had a can of Coke. I was just clinking it. Oh, yeah. Back and forth. And I turned around and gave him such a dirty look. <laughs> but, and then I felt like saying, like, that is a trigger to me. You don't understand yeah, the anxiety yeah. that you clinking that can of Coke. It's is... like I, I remember, like, when I, you know, was with my, I was going to say departed husband, but he's not dead. Um, and uh, he's dead to the me. Way, the way he would eat chips. Oh. I just, 
I, I questioned every life decision I'd made to be with him when he'd ate chips. The poor man, he was just having a chip. Do you know um, my husband, his breathing annoys me. <laughs> he's a heavy breather. You know, he's like got a laboured breath or something. And I say to him, like, listen to me, breathe. And you can't hear anything. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> That's just yeah, drives me mental. That's going to shit you when you're 70. Shit <laughs> me now. I've got some news to tell. Yes. My friend, Mrs. Goodman, yes. my neighbour, was this week on Millionaire Hot Seat. Get out. Yeah. Did she win money? No. Oh. <laughs> but she was fabulous. And she got tricked up on two questions. And I'm going to ask you what they are. Oh, okay. Charmaine Solomon wrote the cookbook yes. about which cuisine? Uh, Indian. What? Asian. Oh. See, Mrs. Goodman, another foodie here that couldn't answer the foodie question. Wow. Um, and in, in bingo, what is number one is known as Kelly's what? What? Kelly's... You know how they go like... Yeah, legs, legs 11, 11, 69. Because <laughs> you're filthy. Um... <laughs> Number one is called Kelly's what? Kelly's belly? Kelly's belly. No, it's Kelly's eye. What? Well, she's from South Africa, and I thought that was a really unfair question for her because... But what's Kelly's eye? Kelly's eye is the slang that Australians use for number one when they're bingo. They call out Kelly's eye. But why? I don't know. Bloody Eddie. Eddie Maguire. Isn't he a trollop? I tell you what, I reckon you could stick a pin in him and he'd pop. He's in code Redland, that man. What do you mean? Like bloat. Oh, I think he likes a drink. I'm, I'm quite sure he likes quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I have no time. I have very no no time. No time for him. No, and I, and I was I congratulated um, Mrs. Goodman on being quite pleasant to him. She was mortified because she was on the promo for it, and they did a sh- shot up. Up under the chin. Oh, oh. And she, like, was just quite hysterical saying, it looks like I've got a goiter. I've got a goiter. (laughs) Do you know, that's always the look that you get, you know, when you're doing Instagram and you're going to go, like, and you are going to take a photo of something, but it's on, it's set as if you're going to do a selfie. So it comes on and it gets all of the the chins and, oh, yeah, Victor, very unattractive. Very unattractive, man. (laughs) Uh... Now, I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Oh, good. A... There's nothing more interesting than listening no. to what people like to listen to. It's, a... <laughs> it's like, oh, oh I'm, I'm going to tell you my I'm, dream. I'm going to tell you my yes. dream. Okay. You've no, got no. one this minute. Is a flow, this is a flow on from um, Oscars 18th and putting together a soundtrack for the night and, and, you know, sort of getting Felix's input into the music. So I was getting a young person's input. But <laughs> youth. there's a guy called the tallest man on earth. He's not tall at all. He's quite small. Um, and get on board, people. He's fantastic. It's sort of folky, um, but I just think you could watch that, and I just think he is hot to trot. See, Toey, <laughs> every man. Toey is a goat herder, I believe. <laughs> yes. Every man is fair game. Now, oh. my... any, any single fellas out there who aren't? Oh, please, just someone. Brute <laughs> her, brute her already. Um, yeah, let's talk about my book. My book came out. <gasps> yes, now. This is all very exciting, I, and mainly because it's that reflected glory. So yeah. I can actually say, oh, my friend, my friend Mrs. Wu, she's, she's an author. 
I'm an author. Even you're if you've written author. one book, you're allowed to say that. Yeah, I yeah. know. And it's fantastic. I know. I'm still, I'm still in the group of it. I'm oh, just good. like, I'm just rollicking. Like I'm just chuckling and rollicking and oh, it's just so cool. Yeah, I've had lots of lovely feedback and the support from my community and the, you know, social media community. It's just been huge, Kim, huge. Are I'm you just very, very are you intolerable to live with now? Like oh, I'm, sick the, just I'm sick of the side of myself. Oh, really? <laughs> I had to go on a live television show last week. How was that? Oh, I know it's, I know that's a bit of a Ooh. that's not something you enjoy. And I got I got halfway there and I just said I can't do this. I can't do this. And I was about to ring um, Andy the publicist. Yeah. And then something inside of me went, well, what happens if you don't do this? You're going to let down that producer. You're going to let down the show. You're yeah. going to let down Andy. You're going to let down your book. That's right. It's so, bigger. Than, it's bigger than you now, Mrs. Wood. So I was on there and I was shaking, but I was on with Sally Overmeter and um, Tom, and they were just lovely and they understood. Tom's a bit all right, isn't he? He's a lovely, See? lovely. <laughs> God, <laughs> Jesus, woman. I know. I'm going to pay I'm someone. Not even, I'm not I'm even gonna, ovulating. I'm going to pay someone. Actually, do you know, I was thinking about it because I'm quite partial to some pretty, I'm, I'm quite partial to some really handsome gay boys like good oh, muscles yeah, yeah, yeah you know like that's just time wasting it's just time it is time wasting um and i did you know i did actually occur to me that you know because i will be punching so above my weight if i got anyone remotely sort of buff and I why thought, do you think you that hey someone who's hot but why why do you say that well because i'm like a lardy ass and i just couldn't be with someone who's like i'm going for a i'm going for a triathlon this morning no i wouldn't want to be with someone like that because they'd be boring. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm a lardy ass. Not anymore, you're not. Yeah, I... <laughs> hello. Um, and, and my husband's quite buff. Yes, he is too. Yeah. Oh, I might just have to rub myself against him. For... <laughs> He'll do it. <laughs> he'd, he'd, take one for the, he'd take one for the he's team. He's a kind man. <laughs> I'll set that up. Sunday afternoon, we'll take the kids down the park and you can... Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Woog. He's been nominated. <laughs> It'd be like on the big chill, you know, where the where um, what's name's husband impregnates the friend who wanted to have a baby. Why he couldn't spoof off into a jar and do it with a you know turkey based like the traditional know. way. <laughs> okay, we're going to have a look at some of the things that are yes. coming in. Um, is it acceptable for one to wear a soft cup bra to the IGA when one is fully? Full busted. <laughs> I think if you've got a bra on, you're doing you're bloody doing well. Yeah, if, the, if the girls are even remotely contained, you're okay. Okay, how not to puree your loved ones, Margaret? I think you need to put the glass down because I have no <laughs> idea what that means. <laughs> I think she wants to chop them up and. Oh, here's one. How to survive mood swings? <sighs> I think you're talking to the experts here. <laughs> Who's that from? How to survive mood from Nicole Roberts. Do you know, I think the tip to surviving mood swings is to acknowledge them. Yes. And I, what I do with my family is if I'm in a filfer, yeah, I will just say to everyone, I'm in a really bad I'm mood. I'm in a really bad mood. It's not anything any of you have done. Yes. So just steer clear of me until I get out of my funk. Yes. Yep. I think articulating is very important. Mm. And I also think I read some time ago, like when the big boys were little, that if a human emotion um, has the basically lasts twenty minutes. Oh. So what I used to do is, if I was absolutely going to crack it at the boys, I would go, "Mummy needs time out." Yeah, and mm -hmm. I would go up to my room and literally 
look at watch my watch like count and I could feel myself and you know you, you would reach a point where by about eight minutes you were like okay I'm, I'm good to go but um so it's really good to sort of think uh, particularly like a this rage, too shall pass. or yeah or and when trying to lose weight like no really need chocolate it's like all right you have chocolate but in 20 minutes and often by that time you get through there if you still feel like you can have it but generally you'll find that the need of it's gone Hmm. And therein lie ends the lesson from Dr. Berry. Dr. Berry. Thank you, Nicole. Uh, Aline McGregor, how often should I wax my moustache? Every time it appears, I would have thought. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've waxed it once and it hurt so bloody much that it's now I use so that sensitive cream. Hair. Yeah. You know that cream? Yeah. And um, I, I, I recommend it as nair or something like yeah. that. Well, Hang it's on, I'll go and get it. Just fill the okay. space. Fill right. the space. Well, it's talking of nair... I have four sons, so you would think that sort of beauty products and, a, and you know, that sort of regime was something I would never have to contend with. And yet the other day I was found plucking eyebrows, putting nair on eyebrows and teaching children about how to a face, you know, washing sort of regime. And I'm like, ah, girls, smells, I've got this nailed. Um, yes, so my eldest... Uh, Oscar, who I think I've discussed before has a disability, um, has quite an impressive monobrow, like breathtaking. And now he doesn't. And so that's a pretty good story. Okay, I found it in the bathroom. Yosh. It's Nair Hair Removal Cream Face and Body Gentle on Skin with Moisturising Sweet Almond Oil. Nair Sensitive. Nair Sensitive. So not I wouldn't, sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> but it should be. <laughs> Hey, lots of people are asking us about hot flushes. I don't have them yet and I'm not looking forward to it. Um, is it wrong to sit in the cool room of a liquor store while you are having a hot flush? <gasps> no, I reckon that would be fantastic. Can I tell you, when I was pregnant with Horatio, I was living out in Windsor, which is the hottest oh, and the yeah. coldest place on the planet. <laughs> and it was during a heat wave and I was sort of eight months pregnant and it, like, it was so hot and I could not get cool. So every day... Big fat pregnant oh me would <laughs> go walk on. into the liquor land and say say to the guy, Would you mind if I just like sat down in there for a bit? There was quite often quite a few women. <gasps> Get in out, there. really? And they said they were so cool. Like I said, obviously they're not gonna buy any booze or anything. Yeah. But can I just sit in your in your beer? You know the beer room? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, um, I'm going to become very cerebral. Can I share with you some articles that I've read lately? Yes, please. Um now, one was in the New Yorker, and it was talking about a fault line. I think it's called the Northwest Fault in America, which sits above the San Andreas Fault. Mm -hmm. And basically, this fault is due to go, and the whole the whole top part of you know America is set to just be destroyed, and no one knows about it. Does Trump know about it? Trump Trump does not know about Trump. Trump doesn't know about anything except the ratio of his hands to his. Penis. Penis. There you go. Would you root Donald Trump? Oh, not for, not for anything. Not for all the Mexican border in the world. <laughs> not for all the gay boys just fawning all over me ever. <laughs> well, I think that there should be a more heightened sense of awareness about that because I didn't know about that. Yeah. Now let me let me just see because it's really worth reading. I sort of found it very interesting. A because I actually really like ge and, geology, and I think there is quite a large. <clears throat> fan base of ours who are into geology yeah <laughs> i'm <laughs> there is 
I bet there is. You have. You guys all have to respond and say that was very interesting. And I went and looked it up. And now, sorry, guys, this will this will be over soon. <laughs> and the other one uh, was the other one was a New York Times article, and it was talking about an ancient method of navigation to, that 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 basically people within the Marshall Islands know, and they don't use any form of device. They just basically go off feel and sight of wave patterns to find land. Oh, I'm sorry, I think that's breathtaking. <laughs> I think that's incredible. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine being in an ocean and not like not being able to see the land, but being able to feel from what's happening in the water that you must be coming Oh, that's all bullshit. Someone's pulling my leg. <laughs> Oh, it's what you're funny. doing when you should be out having coffee dates with <laughs> with men. Yeah. It's oh God! Can you imagine if I actually if I actually had to go on a date and I go, look, I read this article. Oh yeah. Well, that's what you do if you don't like them. Oh. Yeah. It's not talking about geology. Bored <laughs> now. Geology sexy. Bored now. Okay, your turn. What's next? Oh, I don't know. I think we've covered off quite a few. <gasps> no, things, you know what we've got to talk about? What? The parlous state of Australian politics. Ugh. Yet again. Corey Bernardi. Oh. Safe Schools Program. Oh. And that other guy. Lyle Shelton. Lyle Shelton. And what about the other the other um, larger politician, Christensen or you have to look him up because I just and do you know what do you, the thing that makes me so angry about their position George. is that it is so um, it's so irresponsible because our politicians should be of a intellect and a standing where they can say your base reaction to this might be one of fear and uncertainty because you have not been exposed to anyone, you know, whether it's a refugee or whether it's someone who is gay or transsexual, and so you find that confronting, but, and that's the most important thing, but, and then you move into how we are all created equal and that every single person has a right to have a safe and fulfilling life. George Christensen is the MP for Dawson. Dawson representing Mackay to Townsville. Those people that live Isn't there. Mackay? Mackay, sorry. People that live between Mackay and Townsville. Can what you are do, you doing? Can you do us a favour? Yeah, for Christ's sake. Get rid of him. Um, so, yes, I was, I'm was. i very upset about that because, not just because the program's been gutted, but because it's given... I hate given, that word too. It's, it's because it's been given... It's given oxygen to people with with views that are antiquated and are basically just wrong. I know. I mean, this is this is what, you know, when you think back, mm. women's rights and apartheid and, and, you know, black rights, this is what we're going to look back at this yeah. with great and shame. We are. Yeah. We absolutely. And the other thing that... Um, and, I, and I was really disappointed in Turnbull that I thought... Here you were with a bullying program, and you didn't you didn't stand down your bullies mm. like you just let them run roughshod over you. Well, unfortunately, you know, until the next election, they are going to be calling all the shots because mm. he did a deal with them and said, you know, you help Back me, me and I'll, help, and I'll yeah. help you. So I am. Um, I was very excited when Turnbull got in. I felt so like there was I. a nice feeling and energy in the air and there was, you know, Australia was on the way back and, yeah. you know, I'd just been let down by him yeah. and I, I'd vote for him. No. 
And do you know what? And now this is more parochial, but talking about New South Wales and Mike Baird, what's he doing? I have days where I go, yeah, you're cool. And then like, he stood in Parliament and he absolutely, he was so sexist towards that female politician on the other side of the floor. And I just thought you, I thought you were a bigger man than that. Yeah. And, and he's not. But these are all, you know, they're, they're all career politicians we're talking about here you know know, none of them really have the good of the people you know in their hearts or in their sights they're they're doing it for a job yeah they're all panicking because they might lose their job yeah but i'd like to see most of them gone yeah penny Penny wong can stay she should be running the country she should be yeah her and um oh uh tanya plibersek yeah i like tanya plibersek too they just they're just no nonsense Mm. and they're just like just stop, stop with the... God, we're going to get hate mail. Oh, I know. Oh, we're talking God, politics, politics, weather, geology. Yeah, geology, hot flushes, <laughs> masturbating. Christ. My penchant for what, gay porn. What haven't we covered off this week? As always, you are jo- you are joining Mrs. Woog and Kim for the beautifully called Woogenberry podcast. It's, it's genius. It's, it's genius. genius. We've decided to stick with that because we can't think of anything else. <laughs> So we love hearing back from you. So if you've got any suggestions or questions or, you know, got topics that you would like us to talk about, please drop us a note. Where? Uh, Well, on either your Facebook page or my Facebook page or on Twitter. We're everywhere. Sick of the side of ourselves we are. Yes. Oh, my my Facebook page is allconsumingblog. And mine is woodsworld.com. And my Twitter handle is allconsuming. And mine is woodsworld. I don't know what my Twitter handle is actually. But I'm going to assume that you know it. Yeah. Yes, I think we should. Hey, um, what else was I going to tell you? Has footy started for you? Ah, <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Friday nights under lights, we've got our yeah. first one. My tack has been moved up to the second grade. Um, excuse me, are you? is your team being coached by someone famous? Maybe. Oh, am I not meant to talk about that? Oh, no, no, sure. Oh. Um, yes, our, our age coach is Sterling Mortlock. <laughs> He's been easy on the eye, isn't he? <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Kim! So he, um, he's lovely, and the boys love him, and he's really gentle, and um, yeah, I mean, he's just a local dad that used to be a wallaby. Yeah, a little bit of an insider. He sure did. I think it? he's got some. He- I think he's got some healthy tat work going on too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I've decided okay. I'm going to get a tattoo. Just a little one. Oh, you're not happy about that. Look, no. I- I will tell you something. I have been starting to think about getting one too. Because yeah. my friend, um, Kathy, This is how they know that, that, that tattooing has jumped the shark. <laughs> Everybody will be in your office and just going, I've got to get a tat. <laughs> See all the people rushing towards the laser clinics to have theirs removed when you and I walk down the street. Are you going to get a dolphin on your belly button? <laughs> I couldn't get anything on the undulating belly. That would just be ridiculous. No, I'm going to get a little, um, like, a, a, they call it line line tattooing. So just Yes, that's what my friend has a tiny little heart on yeah. her wrist. But I can't do it until my mother's gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I made, I made her a promise. A, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a, you know, that's a, yeah. And made she's a promise. She's a, Healthy as a Mally Bull, so <laughs> she's not going anywhere in a hurry. No. <laughs> so what are you going to get, Tweety Bird? No, I've got um, when Dolphin. when um, sunflower. When my ex and I Dolphin. started off a uh, had an ill-fated attempt to set up our own food business, we had a logo that was um, if you imagine a whisk and a knife 
and a wooden spoon that crossed over each other. Like yeah, it was yeah, almost yeah. like a coat of arms. Yeah, I'm going to get that. But to I'm... remind you of your failed business with your <laughs> No, because I loved it. And I sort of, originally I hand drew it and then we had a designer make it proper. Um, but I'm going to swap out, I think, maybe the knife or the wooden spoon and put a pen. That's nice. Mm. That's nice. And yes. will you be? Where will this tattoo? Ah, uh, just here well, on the, my. The, they can't right see forearm. that, darling. All right. <laughs> so my right forearm, <laughs> just up in the crook of my elbow, just just there. So not in your fedubitas. No, I can't. No, the fedubitas just. Oh God, no! I don't need to draw any more attention to them than they just attract by their own size. Do you wear sleeveless tops? No. Nope. Oh no! Actually, so oh, I was going to wear it today and I forgot. Uh, I did a bit of online shopping uh, at not at um, ASOS, ASOS, yes, and they had a sleeveless white t-shirt, mm-hmm. and on the front was tray board, <laughs> like board now tray board, and I and so <laughs> I'm going to get that. And so I got it. Yeah. Well, with the dark hairdo that I have, that's currently channeling a bit of Hitler Youth, um, <laughs> I put on this sleeveless white shirt and I just, it was like a dyke in the suburbs. It was really funny. It was like my transition. And my gay friend Murray just said to me, I sent, you know, the picture saying, <laughs> I think my transition to fully fully gay has is, is been achieved. And he just wrote back, yup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's my foray into sleeveless. But this summer I did actually wear a couple just because the humidity was oh, just, no, I, I, was gonna, I was actually going to commit murder. I, I, I don't have a problem with big people wearing long sleeves because, like, it's hot. Yes. And there's nothing better than if you're out and you're a bit hot just to pull your top off and have a singlet on underneath. Yeah. It's so much better. So yeah. I've written extensively about this on the blog, so make sure that if you do have a good set of fedubitas, Get them out and flap them free. Flap them. Flap them free for all to see. Yeah, so footy. Yeah, footy's happening. Footy straight to fedubitas. Like, it's just mind-blowing. We need to write things down as we go. <laughs> well, as you know, I normally come with quite a substantial list, and, and today it's it's sort of significantly lacking. Um, what else was I going to... I did have something else I was going to tell you. Have you eaten anything good lately? Oh, so Easter long weekend... I made my seven-hour lamb that I hadn't done for years. I don't know why. And it was so sensational. You get a leg of lamb, you pour in, you, and then finely sliced onion, chopped carrots, a whole head of garlic that you've broken up into cloves but keep the keep skin, skin on, on. Yep. a whole bottle of dry white wine in an oven at like 150, even 130. I cover it for half of it and then take the With cover oil. off. And then, um, but the actual recipe says uncovered for the whole thing, but I just yeah, do. That would seem weird to me. Yeah. And so, uh, and then you just, yeah, 150, even 130 mm-hmm. and for seven hours. But it obviously depends on the size of the leg. So you've got a smaller leg, you might only need to do it for four. And then I pulled the lamb out, strained all the liquid, put the, um, put the liquid in the freezer. So the mm-hmm. fat came to the top. Yep. And then scrape the fat off, and then you have the most incredible jus. <laughs> so we were having dinner, and I don't think we've had a podcast where we haven't said jus. <laughs> I know, I think you're right. 
And so everyone was passing it around at you know, the dinner table, just going, "I need the, I need some more jus." And then you know, yes, then we were of course calling it just, and you know, but it was just magnificent. And I really, and because we're now coming into cooler weather, mm. it's just fantastic. And then leftovers, mm. warm it. What did you serve a, it with? Uh, I did some roast, like roasted Christmas. pumpkin, roasted no roasted sweet potato and pump and potato. And then just some green beans. Delicious. Green and who beans. were you entertaining? My brother and my niece yes. and mum. So and it was just it was just lovely. I had a real weekend of family. Yeah. We I went love and saw Easter. Maya. We went and saw my actually I was talking about Easter with my shrink today. Mm. And we were talking about how it's a really lovely sort of reset. Like mm. it's just a little mini break. Mm. Just, you know, you've come back from Christmas and, you know, no, 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 and you just it's a nice little reset like as you it head into there's, there's not a huge amount of pressure to be put on any one person yes. you know it's there's no gifts or any yeah. of that sort of yeah rubbish but um yeah no it's, it's my favorite we had a very very full-on family easter yeah my stepdad's unfortunately not very well at the moment he's yeah. towards the end of his um his battle with leukemia which has just been pretty hard on everyone so we had dreadful. we you know we're making sure that we're getting as much time yeah, with together. family as we can. So yeah. it was a really nice Easter for us too. You know, my dad just had surgery yesterday for, to remove prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck you, cancer. Fuck you, cancer. I just, you know, ugh. yeah, it's not so, necessary. It's not necessary, no. is it? And the fact that we don't know how to cure it is just baffling. Yeah, yeah. Although my this the surgery that my dad had yesterday is a whole new. Um, well, I don't know how new it is, but relatively new procedure where it's done um, robotically rather than, than oh, cutting. Keyhole. So there's much less damage Invasive. to nerves and yeah. all that sort of stuff because you know how men can always end quite badly. So um, I bought this calendar I'm at the beginning of the this. year and I thought that we would discuss um, each month they've got an inspiring quote. Oh, do they? So we're coming into April. I'm going to call it April. Okay. It's not how good you are, it's how good you want to be. Oh, for Discuss. fuck's sake. Smiggle. Is this from Smiggle? No, Kiki K. Kiki K. God. I actually, I used to have a, a user Kiki K calendar that, that fitted everyone on it, which actually was very good. But um, I don't know. Do you know, I used to be all about the inspirational quote. It's not how good you are, it's how good you want to be. Well, I want to be very good, thank you very much. Yeah, and someone teach me how to be that good. And you know, the thing is, the thing with those, the things with those sorts of quotes, this is my, you know, two cents worth because that's always, whether you can, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. See, I've been just smoking some bloody crack or something, <laughs> people that write those. Is there some Close kind of smoke up your ass. kicking K like... that they go, get in there and... And shoot up some of that drugs and then write whatever comes into your head. You know, I just think, you know, the message that we should all be taking home is, you know, you're doing okay and just, you know, keep your head down and keep moving forward. Yeah. Keep That'll moving. do. Yeah. None of this, you know, as good as you want to be. <laughs> okay, we'll just, I can't even articulate it. We'll just share one more. You get what you focus on, so focus on what you want. No shit. This podcast is not sponsored by the good folk at Kiki K. <laughs> oh, you know what we need to talk about? Your ongoing campaign. The dog poo campaign. The corner of Goodman and Woog. Yeah. It's a crime scene down there. It's a crime scene. 
some turd. We talked about this last we time did. as well, but the problem is escalating, and I don't think I'm doing any much to help it go away. Because now I'm running competition with my readers just to design their own poster, and who will go up tomorrow will be we'll, we'll find out, because the entries are coming in and they're quite good. <laughs> just another message to the neighbourhood dog shit lever. If you walked up there now, there would be two or three bags of dog shit. <gasps> Even though you put a sign up. Even though I put a sign up. I don't know what the next step is, but I am going to probably start a petition. You know you can DNA test dog poo? Really? Yeah. I wonder if the council would be on board. Yeah, there's... Um, why do I know that? Because I retain very <laughs> stupid bits of information. But apparently, yes, you can DNA... So they can say, <laughs> beagle. This isn't a beagle, this is a big dog. So it would have to be like a Doberman, Alsatian... Rottweiler. I, so I don't of, think those dogs are allowed. None of you here. ever, because they're not like designer poodles. Yeah, they're not a they're not an oodle of some <laughs> description. <laughs> um, I uh, I can't believe none of you have seen the per- the perpetrator. Yes, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to walk you up the corner and we'll just see how many there sure. are. Sure. Okay. We'll be right. We'll be right back. Dear listeners, we are back. Welcome back. We've just been for a little wonder. The dog poo story has been corroborated. Yes, it's there. I just, why? Why would you not, you know, just put it in your own bin? Well, you see people walking around with bags of dog shit and I'm going to stop and congratulate them from now on because they're doing the right thing. (laughs) It's one of the reasons, though, why I am very reluctant to, to get a dog. Is the whole dog poo picking up business? That's why I got Isabel Barbara because it's tiny. Yeah, but it's that having to put your that bag and then the warmth of I just can't, I just can't do it. Okay, bored now. (laughs) I think there's pretty much nothing we haven't we haven't discussed anti vaxxers today, but that's about the only thing we haven't discussed. You've been listening to Woog and Berry, the premier podcast for. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you again next week. It's been a delight. Treat yourselves. See ya. I must feel the news faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained and rode us all the way into New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues. We sang every song that driving knew Freedom is just another word